What is up, y'all, and welcome. Oh my god. God. You know what it is. We're the brothers. I am Mike Hilmeda. And I'm Darhelius, bringing you some of the smoothest content to ever hit the airwaves. So smooth. You're listening to Man Gossip. We're just a couple guys being dudes talking about the things we know and care about. From sports, current events, and TV and movies. And of course, all the nerd shit we know and love. You're going to like what you hear. Chop, freaking chop, everybody. Oh my God. Welcome to the first installment of the End All Be All podcast for first stop and non-stop Braves notifications. Chop, chop. Chop, chop, motherfucker. You're fucking with the brothers. I am Mike Hill Made It. And I'm your boy, Darth Hilius. Like he said, we this is the first time we're coming to you live with the Braves podcast. And as you know... Not only are we nerds, we of course love our Harry Potter and Game of Thrones and of course Star Wars is GOAT, but we are staunch, and when I mean staunch, we are avid baseball enthusiasts. Yeah, just a little, you know, a little bit of quick trivia about us. Um, obviously, like you just said, you know, we're, we're a nerd, we're, we do our nerd shit, but um, almost our entire life, we've pretty much been playing, been engulfed, been all about baseball. And from the time we were three until very recently, played very high in competitive mm-hmm. baseball and grown to loved it. And mm-hmm. uh, I think we can offer a pretty unique uh, outlook and perspective on the game. Um, you know, not to bring race or anything into it, but we've always been, once you get to a certain level, one of the only few black people on the team. That's that's true, yeah. Um, and I, was, I was the only black person on <laughs> my team at NCW. <laughs> but hey, I mean, it was fun and, though. And one thing that we've learned about baseball, it's, uh, it's it's hard to spread, I guess, throughout the black community. But not just that, but through any community, as baseball is actually seems to be dying throughout America, but not in this household I mean, and never will. It's, it's a difficult sport to get into, I won't lie. But once you're, well, into once it, you're in, it's like, a beautiful it's, sport. It's, it really is a beautiful It's It's, it's kind of hard to explain, honestly, But which we'll try to do here. We'll try to get in, you, in this podcast to, for you guys. to love baseball as much as we do. And uh, coming out for the 2019 season, going to the offseason, a lot of things happening, a lot of pieces yeah. moving. It's like a chessboard out here, people. I mean, for, first and foremost, the Nationals. Oh, oh. God. And being the, the Braves Nationals. fans, oh. the Atlanta Braves fans that we are, trust me, the Nationals winning the World Series, it, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts a lot. Essentially, I'd rather Yankees. Uh, no. Nope, still no, never them, no. but... It still hurt. It's it's all it's that the one, same level as the Mets or Phillies winning in. It's it that one was a tough one to swallow. Hey, don't get me wrong, they're good. Juan Soto, dude is legit. He is clear, very clearly one of the best baseball dude players in baseball. Dude is legit. He, Strasburg, um, Scher- won his ring. Scherzer, Corbin, like they've got a legit like starting staff, and and now their pen's actually pretty solid. They they're got a, they're a legit team. But that's still, that hurts, though. It hurts. That hurts to see. Mm. Even though Nationals, you know, cheers to you, I guess, coming off of a World Series win, a lot of changes being proposed yeah. possibly this offseason. Um, uh, a lot of yeah. things, a lot of ruckus going, which is very rare for baseball offseason, but a lot of things happening. And one thing that uh, the commissioner of baseball <laughs> was actually looking to propose a change for was the playoff format. Yeah, there's... So there, there, like you said, there, there are a lot of changes happening. Like this, um, three batter rule. I, I kind of, 
actually don't mind the whole, you know, in, introducing the whole three batter rule. I think that that kind of makes it a little more. Make, make, it, it makes the the pitchers have to work work harder to actually. And can you explain to listeners if they don't know right. what the three batter rule is? Right, right. So basically, whenever um a relief a relief pitcher comes into the game, he has to face a minimum of three batters if he comes in and starts the inning. Now, if he comes in, if he comes in at some other point during the inning. He can. He doesn't have to face the the minimum of three batters, and but, I'm okay with that. Which it kind of yeah. it doesn't really limit the effect of um, a lefty specialist because they can still obviously come in in the middle of the inning. But at least if you're starting the inning, you know, you at least you know, or at least hitters know what to expect and what the scouting report is. They're not going to just switch um, mid AB for them. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it. It just makes it, and it also it makes it like harder on the pitchers because they're. There, there are a lot of pitchers nowadays who are more throwers than pitchers, and right, and they only need yeah. to bring their stuff for yeah. one batter at a time. So it really right. makes them focus on, all right, hit this right. spot. Yeah. What do I need to throw in this count? Instead of just here's my fastball, here's my slider. I'm just coming at you one two. What do you got? So, yeah. but, um, but I'm like, like you're saying, um, the big thing, the recently anyway, is uh the playoffs and yes, a I'm, proposed playoff format change. Um, Supposedly, what the commissioner uh, Manfred is trying to propose is uh, the first round is going to be a best of three series. Right. Um, the second seed, or actually the the winners of the NL and the AL get buys in the first round. The two seeds of each division or each of each league choose from two to seven seed to pick who they want to play. They get, they get to choose who they want to play. The two seed picks between the five through seven seeds, yeah. After that, the three seed picks from the remaining seeds, and then the four seed picks whoever's left. So essentially, it's kind of like a um, March Madness, if you yeah. will. Like, but it's, and they're but even, their opponents get to pick who they want to play. They're even kind of marketing it as a as a March Madness type thing. Like they're trying, like the proposal on, include on top of this proposal that I heard, they're also talking about um, having each game on like the last day have have it be like a lot have like a live show of all of the the teams that are. In the playoffs, like choosing between which teams they they like a they selection want to play Sunday against, like, type like, of deal. Yeah, like, a, like a selection Sunday type deal. I would be I would be okay like, with something on those lines, but in my opinion, the playoff format is, is okay how it is. Yeah, in my I I love the way the playoff format as it is now. You got your you got your three division winners and then the two wild cards. I think that's awesome. With if the, anything, with the two wild cards. I would say maybe change the the All Star format or something yeah. like that. Like the NBA has been. That's doing. that's what that's what they need. Like um, that's the one rule change that needs to happen is the change the All Star rule. There's there's no way that home yeah home, home field, field should not be predicated be, on what how the All Star game finishes because that's it's kind of a little ridiculous. It, it, <laughs> it, it really it really it's also helped the AL more recently. Yeah. Um, the past couple of years, because they've definitely benefited from it. <coughs> True. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> we'll get into the uh, we'll get into the actors, obviously uh, here shortly. But in my opinion, yeah. uh, the playoff system is fine how it is. If you really want to know what I think, I really do not think it takes 162 games to decide who makes the playoffs in the major leagues. Uh, the major league baseball, they're doing a lot to try to bring in, I guess, this new generation to kind of jump forward into the new era. Um, like you're saying, Selection Sunday, trying to make it more interactive for fans, and I love that. Um, they need to make it more accessible. But some of the changes, in my opinion, I feel like it's kind of like not ruining the game, but they need to do it in a different manner. It's like Colin Kaepernick taking a knee, you know. <laughs> they they understand the message, but he could they could do it 
in a better way. Yeah, like they're 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 trying their damnedest to to market the hell out out of the MLB. They're they're trying their damnedest to to get this the message out. But I I feel like all of these everything they're trying to do they're doing it in like you just said they're doing it in the incorrect way. Right. And I I, I love I love the marketing and and how they. And uh, how they're they're actually attempting to market their players. Like you you've seen that um that commercial with uh Bellinger and and uh and Trout not Trout and uh Yelich. Yeah, that was yeah, that, that, yeah. Like that's a that was a dope commercial. Yeah, they're they're starting to like I said, bring back into the like, social media presence. They're trying to come forward. I feel like they're trying to essentially take the NBA model almost. because baseball has a pretty solid presence overseas already. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, half the leagues are already international, which is another thing I can get into, to be honest. But uh, they're doing what they can, but I feel like they just need to take a better direction, maybe going playoff. I say leave the playoffs how it is, maybe shorten the season, change the all star format, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, exactly. If you're going to change anything right now, change, change the all star format. Change that. Let's actually go back to how it was before, you know, when the team with the best record gets home field. Right, That's something typically how it goes. It's a little more, you know, anyways. Anyways, uh, amongst the you know the hustle and bustle, what's going on in the off season with the playoff format possibly being changed? As you know, baseball motherfucking pays yeah. that cash money. It does again. Cash money is if you want if you want your kid to be a baller. Yeah, NBA is dope. It is dope. NFL. Do you really yeah. want CTE? Baseball though, baseball though, that's the ticket. You can't. Some, that's the some kids have that swing. Some people got that golden arm. Yeah. If you want your kid to make money, money, teach them how to hit. Speaking of money, money, let's go through some some of some of these deals that happen this off season. Because some of we this, got some blockbuster deals. Some of this money that's been thrown around is going absolutely brazy out here, son. So should we? What we should start with first? Because we got, like we said, a lot of movement, a lot of let's, things going yeah, on in the NBA. In let's, the MLB. Let's, let's talk about like the number the the number one thing that everyone that everyone was looking forward to going to the offseason about Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, this what, dude obviously nine going years off, going off the playoffs. What does he sit? Ninety nine probably. Dude, uh, dude for eight nine, innings. Dude says nine ninety eight to hundred. For 110 pitches. That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. And he does it with the movement, with with pinpoint accuracy. Like this is as a hitter. There's a few people in the league you want to face. Garrett Cole, obviously, with the money that he's made. Alex, what was his contract? I think it was what nine years, 324 million. They're giving a pitcher, what? a guy who plays once every five days, 320 million to throw a fucking pill. You killing me? <laughs> you kidding me right now? That's what? crazy. I'm not gonna lie. I was one of those people who wanted the Braves to throw him the bag. Just, Let's be honest. Just, just toss it to him. The Braves yeah. are never gonna. Yeah, the, the Braves yeah. never spend money. They're, they're no, never. And everyone knew that he was, of course, he was obviously going, and, going, going to New York. Yeah. What makes it worse, yeah, is that he's going to New York, and again, that's why I really just can't. Well, one reason I can't stand the Yankees because growing up, every teammate that I had growing up loved the fucking Yankees. Yeah. So I was like, you know, fuck the Yankees. I like the Red Sox and the Braves because, you know, the Red Sox are the Yankees' rival and because I'm a Braves fan. Um, But not only that, but it's just, I just feel like a lot of teams, like the Braves in the 90s when they were really good coming up, they always were able to develop their farm system. They're always able to, you're always able to see the next big prospect coming up. And I feel like for the Yankees, we ain't seen that since Derek Jeter. Like, other than maybe Glaber Torres now, who's... um, Well, I mean... 
uh, Gleyber Torres and uh, Andujar, third baseman, probably only a couple people who've been in their in their farm system up the ranks instead of them spending multi millions yeah. of dollars for their roster. I mean, that's I'm so that, glad you guys took the John Carlos Stanton that's, contract. Yeah, <laughs> good. So call. glad you yeah, took that. Thank you. Well, not really thank you, but what were we, what were you doing? But I mean, yeah, like like you saying about with the Yankees. I mean, they did have Jeter come up. They had um, Posada. Mariano Rivera, like all those guys, came up through their minor through their minor leagues. So these are, you know, these are all Hall of Famers. But let's not let's not get it twisted. They are the evil empire for a reason. Exactly. There's a reason. <laughs> let's not, let's not get there's it a twisted. reason why everyone around the world knows the Yankees. Just be, it's because you know. Hey, but I'll tell you this though, it's gonna be a fun 2020. I'm, t- I hate to say it, but when the Yankees are good. Baseball is good. Baseball is more. Ba- it, it baseball is Baseball is terrible fun. to admit, but when the Yankees are good, it's terrible. But yeah. typically, it means baseball yeah, is. That, that means baseball is in a good place. The Yankees whooped ass last year. They're gonna. They're gonna be pretty good. They're. This year. I mean, how, how can you not pick them honestly to to, to for the yeah, Bears to to win that? Anyways, enough enough of the Yankee dick sucking. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get into it some more. Anthony Rendon, former uh, Nationals third baseman, signs with the Angels. Braves really hoping you guys would have. Uh, yeah, that, made an offer on that. Another guy. I was like, hey, Braves. He's but, a free agent. Come on, we got a lot I of mean, cap space. Like, I want Donaldson back, but hey, I mean, if Rendon's there, don't, don't. Nope, Angels. Okay. okay. Um, Seven years, 245. Like, give him the bag. Strasburg, another another guy. Seven years, 245. Give him the bag. <laughs> like, hey, he earned it. Secure the hey, bag, King. He earned it. They, they earned uh, Zach Wheeler, five years, 118. To the Phillies. Like to the Phillies. Of course, in the Braves division. Yeah. Like, I mean, A, he earned, they earned it. They, uh, Zach Wheeler, we, we can have a discussion on that one. But, I mean, all these other guys, like, like we just talked about Garrett Cole, Rendon, Strasburg, mm-hmm. all these guys, they came out and they've they balled and they've been balling. These are established like, vets. These, these, these are guys, established these, superstars. And one thing I can also, I would love to say um, that baseball is doing, that they can honestly say like the NBA is doing, we have as a sport a shit ton of young stars coming yes, up, which makes absolutely. it more marketable for people to get into. Absolutely, um, I know we're talking about offseason moves, but that's just one thing I, I just want to touch on again. Um, like Correa, Lindor, Bellinger, all these dudes are like my age, like the 25, 26, mm-hmm. 27, and it's crazy. And I hear killing. Um, oh, but let's let's talk about the 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 huge huge deal that happened here recently. Um, with Mookie Betts getting traded, oh my and, god, and, and all that, to, end, all that to really end the postseason. One thing I don't right. get when they made the trade. All right, yeah, it's gonna be he has one year left in his contract, and apparently after this season, supposedly, supposedly supposed to be making upwards to three hundred forty million Mike Trout money. Mike Trout money, which in my opinion, again, only I think he should be making yeah. that money, but he deserves um, it. But why? Mm. But Red Sox, why trade probably your best player along yeah. with your your two or three pitcher in your rotation to the team you're most That's, likely going to play in the World Series. It's all, all for money. <laughs> all, all, of it, like, all, of, well, all of it was for money. I get, I get you're trying like, to dish Mookie. I, I get you're trying to do it. But these, these guys are going to be – these are the end-all, be-all guys for you in the NL. Why feed the flame a little bit? They, I feel like they really didn't give up much. Who they give up? They gave up Alex Verdugo. Yeah, they gave up, yeah Verdugo. And Jeter Downs, uh, and, I think, a, a middle infield prospect. Yeah. And – um, another catching. Well, I can't remember his name now. Um, another catching, like another. He's like catching a uh, middle infield prospect that went to the Dodge, not to the Dodgers, to the um, to the Red Sox. 
I mean, the one thing the Dodgers really don't miss on prospects. They always have had a solid. Farm yeah, I mean, system. Verdugo went off last year. He like as a he's not, he's not not a prospect anymore. He's play, he played what like 105 games or something like that. So, so he's, he's officially off a of prospect. Yeah, yeah. So he's but he's he batted like 280 or something like that last year. I mean, dude hits the ball hard. Mm-hmm. And, and he plays hard. He, hard. And he plays good defense. I mean, so they they got a good piece in him. I mean, this Jeter Downs no, guy. Yeah. Like supposedly he's he's, he's, he's going to be good. He's going to be good. He's got a lot of tools. Like he can he can do a lot of stuff. So, I mean, hey, they might have just found their their second baseman of the future because apparently Pedroia is had had another setback. Dude, Pedroia and, hasn't played in honestly mm, four years. I don't think. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's, it's he's, time to hang him up. It's been dude. nothing but injury after it injury. It sucks because so. he's a, a great player. I think two time MVP player. Mm. Uh, award winner, uh, multiple rings, but it's kind of sad. But I think it's about time for him. But amongst other offseason trades, I got a, a kind of a list here for you. We have Madison Bumgarner to the D bags. Uh-huh. We have Hunjin Ryu. Actually, just really quickly, um, I just wanted to plug myself real quick. So, like like you just said, uh, Madison Bumgarner, he uh went you know signed a what five years, eighty five, something like that. Yeah, yeah just so uh, signed a just signed a long term deal with a. Uh, with the with the Diamondbacks, former former Giants grades won three World Series with them. Um, also, so quick plug real quick. I also played with this guy way back in the day, back in high school. You can ask him if you want to. Play played on I'm the, sure he on, remembers. the on the same travel team. I'm I'm, I'm sure he remembers. I'm sure he remembers. remembers me. But we played together way back in the day. So I'm, I'm telling you, we out here. We out We've here. We've been out here. Also, Hyunjin Ryu. Former Dodgers lefty to the Blue Jays. That was, I think that was a good move. Dallas Keuchel for the, for the Blue Jays. Dallas Keuchel to the White Sox. The White Sox. White Sox been making moves. Hey, they're making moves. Um, they might be dangerous this year. We'll like we talked about this earlier. You said they don't really uh, have like the team chemistry yet, but hey, they they they're making moves to win now. So they hey, look out for them. We have Josh Donaldson again, Braves. What are you doing? <sighs> Josh Donaldson signs to the Twins. Uh, Didi Gregorius to the Phillies. Marcelo Zuna, brave signing, late signing, but hey, we'll take it when your contract. Uh, Corey Kluber to the Rangers, RIP to his career. Hey, <laughs> um, he might, he might, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Mike Mostakis to the Reds. Yasmani Grindel to the White Sox. Cole Hamels to the Braves. Sterling Marte to the Diamondbacks. And Nick Castellanos. To the Reds, so a lot of moving pieces this offseason. A lot of teams making moves. Yeah, a lot of teams making moves. If like you can really, if you um, listen to what I was saying, the, the team making the most moves really have been the White Sox and the Reds. Yeah, they 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 are out here trying to win right now. They, hey, neither neither one of these teams really have team chemistry right now because they've got a, a lot of new guys coming in. Mm-hmm. They, uh, They're kind of like how the Phillies yeah. would like were last year. Yeah. New guys coming in, still a great lineup to be feared. But still, kind of working together. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think of those two between the two, the Reds. Not excuse me, I'm gonna say the Red Sox. The Reds have the best <laughs> chance of actually being good at competing because one, they have a a much easier division in the NL Central. But two, they actually have good legit pitching, like with with Sonny Gray, Luis Castillo. Trevor Bauer is nasty when he's mm-hmm. when he's when he's got his head on right. Yeah, when he's not being crazy, like. Like uh, the Reds pitching staff, they're they're actually pretty pretty solid. Yeah, and, and then so, and you look at the lineup, like you were saying, yeah, it, you got Joey Votto at first, former MVP. Yet, uh, how do you pronounce Suarez's name? Uh, yeah, Eugenius? Eugenio Suarez. Eugenio yeah. Suarez. He, he went off dude last year. Dude, had like three forty last year. Um, Nick Castellanos, Duke can hit. 
They have a dude who hits like I was saying, uh, the old Jose Batista yeah. with the open yeah. stance, who just drops dick. Aquino. Um, yeah, they got they got a lineup yeah. working there, um, no, and I like to, I'm gonna I really like to see how they they fare in the in the NL Central this year. And again with the Reds, like you were saying, Alex, um, who was it? Um, it was the White Sox again mm-hmm. making moves. They Make, had Tim Anderson. Moves. I think he led. I think he was yeah, the yeah, uh, he batting, was, okay, yeah, he batting, was batting champion. Yeah. yeah, batting champion in the batting AL. Champion, Shout out to the black shortstops out hey. there. Um, also, Yoan Moncada. Mon, Mon, Moncada, yeah. Moncada. Dude went off dude last went year. Dude went off last year. Um, Carlos Rodon. Um, hopefully he can find his stuff. Former number one overall pick. He obviously is going to be good. He is good, but I feel like he's still trying to find his way in yeah. the rotation. He's still, we're um, still trying to wait for him to be that, that ace that they drafted him to be. Mm-hmm. So still waiting on that, but hey, he's still young. How old is he? What twenty six ish, maybe? Yeah, play with so, him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, I mean, and, like, and along with that, uh, Jose Abreu, uh, they resigned they, him. They got they traded got, for uh, Nomar Mazzara. They uh, no, he was huge. Dude is massive. Yeah, they they're gonna have they're gonna have a good lineup. They're, um, they're gonna have, and and they got they got the top prospect coming up here soon too. So it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting to watch. It, and the be, MLB actually. Came out with like a projected list of the finals uh, for the season, which actually kind of shocked me. But uh, me and Darth Hillis kind of wanted to get into it, so we'll start here in the AL East. Apparently, to no surprise, yeah, no one's surprised. Well, actually, I was kind of surprised. They had the Yankees winning 99 games, losing 63. I thought they'd at least break, they'd be projected to break 100. Yeah, they won 100 last year with half their team on the IL, which is also. Actually, I I, I kind of was oh, fucking with the Yankees. I don't even want to say that. <laughs> I thought it was cool, though. The Yankees were, were balling, doing their thing with reserve guys. It's next man up mentality. That's kind of some G yeah, shit, and that, I, I respect the fuck I, 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 res- that. I respect that. And they also got shaded. Well, we'll talk about that. And then, surprisingly, in the ALEs, they have Tampa Bay with 87 wins and 75 losses over Boston coming in third with 85 losses and 77 or 85 wins and 77 right. losses. And what Tampa Bay they were they were a 90 win team last year and now they have them I'm saying I don't a, really know who of, the what kind of moves these, the Rays yeah. made this offseason. They they made some good moves up until recently when they traded Emilio Pagan to the Padres. I don't know why they did that. Dude was lights out last year for them in the bullpen and they traded him for, I don't remember who they traded him for. It was some fr- player for, to be named later, probably yeah, for for some scrub dude who was not was definitely not worth worth the trade. The AL East, though, and for at least the past decade at least, has always been pretty competitive. It's always yeah. been one of the better leagues in in the MLB. Hey, watch or divisions. Watch out for the Blue Jays. They hey they're they're young, but they've got a lot of really good young talent yeah. on that team. They've got a, a semi decent pitching staff, adding a. Ryu to 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 you know to their squad, you know they. I'm not saying that that they're gonna make playoffs or anything, but they might surprise some people. I think. And then obviously <laughs> rounding out the NL East is gonna be the yeah. God yeah, off yeah, Orioles. Orioles. Just uh, well, it, well, we'll we'll see all in a couple years. Hopefully, uh, I got a couple of friends I played with. Uh, shout out Zach Jarrett. Shout out TJ Nickton. Good luck this season. Mm-hmm. I, I know you boys just uh, went down to Florida for spring training, so I'm gonna be checking in on you guys. So moving to the AL Central. Um, I don't know. I believe the Twins won it last year as well. Yeah, they did. They won 103 games last year, I and think. And they're projected to win 93, lose 69. Um, they just signed Josh Donaldson. Solid move. Uh, I don't think they mm-hmm. really lost anyone. I think they kind of also beat yeah, up their, they, their pin as well. Yeah, I think they brought 
everyone they had, every core guy they had last year is back. And then they add, they added Donaldson, added uh, Rich Hill, added they added some other. Oh, it got a uh, Kenta Maeda in that in the uh, yeah in the Kenta Maeda. In the, so they uh, they they strengthened, they strengthened so the they, they they've gotten strong. They've gotten they've improved in the areas they needed to. I mean, they like I said, they won hundred games, hundred mm-hmm. plus games last year. So I feel like that they're gonna again run away with the with the central and then following them we had the cleveland indians 86 wins 76 losses and then like we were talking about before the white Sox, who were going to be the dark horse in the central coming up with 83 wins 79 losses like we said um they just had a decent year last year got a lot of young guys made some signings so we're going to be you know excited to see what they do and then obviously Detroit and KC rounding yeah, out the they, bottom. Yeah, the they're 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 chilling. They're they're building nah, up their farm system. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see on a couple years. We're gonna we're gonna see y'all in a couple we'll, years. We'll, we'll see y'all. We'll see y'all. And then we got the AL West. Um, Houston Astros projected to finish first in that ninety eight wins, sixty four losses. Um, following them, we had the Anaheim Angels. What is it? Los Angeles Angels yeah. of Anaheim. Yeah, there it is. Finishing second, eighty seven wins, seventy five losses. Just signed Rendon. Otani's back throwing fuzz and hitting dick <laughs> and drop sorry and dropping dick. And then obviously we have the GOAT <laughs> Mike Trout. Yeah, um he he I mean he's still playing out, man. He's he can retire right now and be a Hall of Famer. Exactly. Like, and that's he's like the major league baseball yeah. version of LeBron James, I'd assume. He, yeah, he uh, he really is. The modern day goat for the for the yeah. um for the he, sport. He is our he is our LeBron James. I am a shocked to see them. Uh, finishing second on the MLB list though, because um, I'm not too sure who they re- really got yeah. in the pin. Um, they got they got some bats in the lineup, but you know one thing, no one thing that remains true throughout baseball history is you know pitching's gonna play. You gotta have a yeah, strong pin. Always. You gotta have yeah, strong. You got pin. you got to. And that's the see. I'm I'm not I'm not too surprised about seeing the Angels record. The thing I'm surprised about is seeing the the Athletics. Mm-hmm. They have them projected third at 85 wins. This is a team that three years in a row has, has won ninety five plus games. With basically, they have. They, but they, they really they, haven't made any yeah. moves this offseason though to kind yeah. of but make they, them get to the next step. They still have their same core that they have. Right. They, they, they still a have Matt Chapman. They still have Matt Olson. They still have Marcus Simeon. They, I mean, they've got uh, Jesus Lazar, one of their the their, right their, fielder, their top uh, Chris, prospect, Chris Davis, the yeah, good Chris, Chris Davis. Yeah, the good, the good Chris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the good Chris Davis. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, they've they've got guys coming up too. So yeah, that was I a little shock. That, that one, I can see maybe them flip flopping. To be honest, um, I mean, obviously the Astros. I mean, cheating scandal or not, there's, yeah, those boys can still play. They can cheating still play. or not, they they can still they play. can still play. Um, and then we have Texas rounding at Texas and Seattle rounding out the bottom of the AOS and Seattle. Man, what the fuck, guys? Hey, you know, <laughs> I what? just don't get you guys. I don't either. But hey, at least. They're 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 building up their farm system though, so they're they've they've got young guns coming down the down the line, but you know will they, they figure they may, it out? Will they will they figure it out is the main question because TBD yeah. <laughs> to be determined. How, how you win 116 games in the regular season and then lose in the first round and then the following season not make the playoffs? Didn't they lose like 60? Like it's. That's it's, something that, this I see. I don't, I don't get you guys. I don't, I don't get it. Hey, um, figure it out, please. Let, let's just get moving around to the NL pro, um, predictions. We have. Let's start with the NL West. We have LA projected to win 103 games, 59 losses. Duh. I mean, yeah, I mean, same team as last year, pretty much. 
plus adding Mookie on Betts Mookie Betts and David uh, Price and David Price, who, who when healthy is nasty. Yes, he does struggle. It's gonna be weird to see him and David or uh, Clayton Kershaw and David Price in the playoffs, who notoriously are ass in the playoffs. But hey, David Price had that one good playoff. They run. did. He had he, one. He had one. He had one good playoff run, but Kershaw never's had a good playoff run. So we'll be we'll see if if the Dodgers can finally get over the hump and you know win a ring this hey, year. They got Walker Bueller, that dude's yeah, nasty. Walker Bueller, nice, and the dude, the redhead guy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Dustin May. Like, so, dude, so. the one thing with the Dodgers I never understand is every if you just if you watch baseball enough or just watch Sports Center enough, you'll see a Dodgers highlight, and it's always the next great young thing coming up. Like, oh, how about... This guy, he... Oh, catching prospect Will Smith just hit his fourth home run in his sixth game. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, like, where, where, who, where, where do they find these guys from? anyway? Like, it's, it blows my mind. Um, and, and and also, let's not forget, they also, I think they have the number two or three farm system in the league. So... They got, they they, got, they're going to be good for a while, and they they've got other guys coming up. Yeah, so they so, got... They're going to be good for a while. They're going to be good. Um... Following the LA Dodgers in the West, we have the Padres making moves, strengthening their their lineup. They're, they're projected 79-83, followed by the Diamondbacks as well, who's been making moves the past two years. Projected to finish with the same record, seventy nine and eighty three. Um, I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I think, I I think from top to bottom, the NL East is the best division in baseball, but depending on how obviously these other teams play. I think the NL West could be a very, very, very competitive and very interesting division to follow. Because I mean, the dot, the pot, obviously got the Dodgers. They're you know, well, we're we're gonna see we're gonna see them do their thing. But the Padres, they've got a bunch of young guys who can be really good. Fernando Tatis Jr. The um, Diamondbacks, they won 85 games last year. Diamondbacks have been competitive. They've been. Yeah. I feel like yeah. the Diamondbacks have been competitive, always they, hanging around the past right? two years. The, Rock, the, Braves the Rockies. Team. I mean, hey, they they're going through some shit right now, but they still have a pretty solid base around them. I mean, they could, you know, tinker with tinker with some things. You know, you never know. Like there could be four teams in this division. That are fighting for playoff spots. And speaking of Aaron, um, the Dodgers, or sorry, the Rockies, um, there's been rumors this offseason that Arenado's been pissed and was wanting a trade from the Rockies just because, you know, they've been good. They've been at the cusp of being great for the past two years, mm-hmm. making the playoffs, getting bounced out, and the Rockies failed to make any offseason moves, which prompted Arenado yeah. to want to fucking leave after signing a, a what? Yeah. A 10 year extension was, for um, $280 million or something? It was, I think it was eight years, 260 or seven years, and he wants to fuck out. I guarantee you, the Yankees picked that contract up. Hey, I'm not. If I was your, if I was a Rockies fan, I'd be pissed too. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd be heated. It's it's frustrating. Your team's there, and you and you see a front office not willing to make moves to get better, and we'll get into that. And then obviously, <laughs> um, we have the Giants rounding out the NL West, sixty eight, ninety four. Yeah, we'll we'll see you in a couple years. Y'all, 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 <laughs> yeah, we'll see you in a couple y'all, years. Y'all had y'all's run, so yeah, we'll, we'll it was see tight, but we'll see you. Um, then we have the NL Central. Um, Leading the Central, we have Cincinnati Reds, 86-76. Um, shocked, actually, to see them projected to win this. Hey, like, like I was saying, hey, those, the Reds, they're, they're making moves, and they've got a legit pitching staff. So Yeah, we've already can, been over their moves, but yeah, they're they're but, kind of yeah, like the, uh, like the White Sox of, of um, the AL. We'll just have to see what kind of yeah, chemistry yeah, they have. They got a lot of yeah. good guys, but how they play together – Hey, Only it's, time it's, with it's like it's like you said earlier. Like if you got a good pitching staff, yeah, the that, pitching that, that, play. that plays. That's, we're, that's we're, what's going. That's the tip. Regardless, if if you've got if you've got your if your pitchers can shut down their hitters, that's the name of the game. <laughs> like you're you're you'll be good. 
Following the Reds, we have the Cubs, 85-77. They made a playoff appearance last year and obviously uh, World Series two years ago. Breaking the longest drought, I think, in in, in, in championship history in for any sport. Yeah, sports, yeah, sports history. What was 108 years? Crazy. So, Absolutely yeah. insane. I Lovable losers. Hey, hey, I've, I've never, ever been a Cubs fan, but you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you, though. The reason I'm, no I'm, one... The reason... I think people didn't like the Cubs was one because they were god awful for so many years, and two they came out they came on at two o'clock in the afternoon on WGN when no one could fucking yeah. watch. Like who on channel, who has time to go to a game at two o'clock? On channel nineteen <laughs> on basic cable back in the nineties on WGN. Who has time to go yeah. watch the terrible Cubs play right. <laughs> at two o'clock? Y'all, in the y'all afternoon? know what I'm talking about. Y'all know exactly. Yeah, what I'm talking about. it's like the only baseball <laughs> game I guarantee you guys probably ever flipped to. Oh, why is this on? Yeah, it's either oh. Cubs. Braves, Braves. Or Orioles. Mm. Back in the day, that was, that was about it. At least down here in Charlotte. And then after the Cubs, we got the Cardinals fin- um, finishing 80 and 82. We have the Milwaukee Brewers finishing 79 83. Mm. Surprised with them with that far of finish. Um, and mean, then we have the Pirates rounding out the NL Central 70 92. I mean, the, like the, we're talking about the Brewers. I mean, obviously, they have, of course, Christian Yelley. They have the best player. In the, in the National League. He is coming off an injury. He is coming um, off an injury. But they haven't really made any moves. They haven't really made any moves. And they've lost they, some players. Yeah, Eric they, Thames, I'm pretty sure. They, did yeah, they he lose went to the Hater? He went to the Nat- yeah, no, they, they, But they were talking about trading him, though. So, I mean, if you're talking about trading your your best pitcher. Out the pen. Then, hey, he's, the, he's their best pitcher regardless. Yeah, he was the guy's like, filthy. Yeah, dude's, dude's nasty. Um, but, yeah, um, I can actually see now. With the Brewers dropping down that far, like I said, the Pirates, we'll see you. We'll see in a couple years. That's what I'm kids. saying. The Reds, hey, watch out there in a weak division. They're making moves. Right. Like, it's uh, it's gonna be exciting to see I mean, what they do this, in the Central. I want, don't like don't like it around like St. Louis. They're, they're still a good team. I mean, they they went to the you know National League Championship Series last year. They've still got Yachty. They've still got Jack Flaherty is filthy. Like so, they they've still got a good team. We'll see what what they can do. Now let's get to the year. NL East. Very controversial MLB. Very controversial. Like, Very controversial. Let's uh, let's just get right into it. We have the New York fucking Mets finishing first, 88 and 74. Everybody knows the Mets season is over after the first pitch is thrown of the first of the first game. We of the all season. know this. The game, the season's over. It's you guys over. aren't going to win shit. <laughs> and we all know the biggest. Can we talk about the World Series two years ago? Everyone talks about um, who do they play? Was it Kansas City? Uh, uh, yeah, um, the, when the Mets played them, right? Yeah, that, that was that was fifteen. They, they, no one ever talks about who was playing first for the Mets that uh, that series. That was, was that Michael Conforto. No, that was, was that Lucas Duda. It might have been Lucas. I think Duda. it was Lucas. Everyone Duda. talks about you know how the Mets lost or whatever. If you run the replay on the game winning play in which the Royals won the World Series, look at this man's throw. Awful throw. With so God much awful. time, God that's the reason threat. they lost. That's, I don't want to get the, into it. That's the reason they lost. But that's why the Mets are garbage. You know what I'm talking about, Petrini. <laughs> you, 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 you know, know. what I'm talking about. We, we all know. <laughs> uh, anyways, yes, we're Braves fans. Yes, we're butthurt that the that the Mets are projected to finish first. And what makes it worse is that the former uh, MLB winners or World Series winners, the Washington Nationals, are coming in second, projected 87 and 75 over the Braves. Like, I don't know where these projections are coming from, honestly. Let's be honest. Like, let's let's, wait, let's let, just be let, honest. Let, let's be, okay, with the Mets, I'll be 100% honest. They have probably the best pitching staff, best 
you know, starting rotation. The starting row. And all of baseball. Like, you got DeGrom, who came who came out of nowhere and is absolutely filthy. You got Syndergaard. Another guy throws 98 for nine innings. Syndergaard got, throws 98 for however many innings. You got Marcus Stroman, who, when he's on, he's filthy. Steven Matz. Stroman's all right. When Steven Matz, you got, you got, got him as the, you know... You know, him as your lefty, he's your fourth. If you got Steven Matz is a is a pretty solid starting pitcher no, in this no, league. And we get it. No, the New like, York Mets, you guys have always had starting pitching for a while. But the Nationals, though, let's just be honest. Going into the playoffs last year, I was not fucking worried about them. Not at all. Yeah, they're hot, but their pin was worse than the Braves. It, <laughs> it was. That's how I knew because the Braves yeah. had a terrible pin last year. And they they made they made a lot of improvements, and it still wasn't all that great. And and by <laughs> God, all of a sudden, one win, two wins, they're on the next series, and all of a sudden, Braves are two and Q, and we're just sitting here watching some yeah, magic happen by yeah, the next, Nationals, and I didn't like it. Next thing you know, the Braves give up ten runs in the first inning. Hmm. We'll get in the and of course, Braves coming up third <laughs> in division, eighty three and seventy nine. Darth Hilius, actually, uh, Atlanta Braves, if you want to actually reimburse this man on gas money and uh, ticket prices, this man showed up at, on what, game five game of five. Uh, the first round of the playoffs, mm-hmm. and you guys proceeded to give up 10 runs in the first inning? Come on now. Come oh on, Fulty. You were, what happened, man? Because you were lights out in game two. Or game, what? Game, yeah, game two. You were lights out. I don't know what happened, dude. And then Max Freed, my guy. Oh my god. Also, although going into the series, what did I tell you? We should did the rotation. I told you it should have been um, Keiko one, uh, Soroka two, and Fulton Davis three. I believe, or and Freed three, I believe. But no, what they do? They did. uh, They did Keiko. They did Fulton Avid. Keichel, Fulty, then Soroka, then Keichel came back for game four. He pitched good. Yeah, he did pitch good, though. And then Fulty, Fulton Avid came back for game five. And, Again, yeah. uh, we probably got outmanaged that series. No, yeah, we definitely did. Because how come um, Max Freed didn't start a single game? Right. Like, Come on, Snip. Come on now. It's Granted, yeah, he... He was he was the main culprit of why they gave up ten runs in the first inning in Game Five. But, but he's also not a reliever. He's also he also should have started. He should have started Game Three. It's or Game Four. One of those way, two. You know, hindsight's twenty yeah, twenty. Um, but it's whatever. But it's, to be honest, Braves, I'm I'm kind of going to get into it. We've been at the cusp of being good for the past three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, one division last year. Um, won the division the year before that yep. as well. One won it two years in a row. Yep. And then proceed to get bounced from the first round twice. And we make no – we make moves. But no discernible moves that's going to put us from this rock to this rock, from, you know, from the second place or third place podium to the first place. Yeah, we got Ozuna for a year. Yeah, we got Hamels for a year. Yeah, we're making these moves kind of make the line better. But we need that – one blockbuster, one here it is. We need to win now. We yeah. have the line to win like, now. And we, I feel like with you. you letting Donaldson go, we need that bet. You're gonna are you relying on Austin and and Camargo to be your third baseman that's gonna win you a World Series title? Hey, I mean Austin Riley might 
hey, he's he's still young. He might have you know made, made his adjustments and and figure out something. Just lay go, off going the slider, forward. kid. It's, <laughs> yeah, for lay off the slider. Lay, lay off the slide. And I mean, hey, Camargo is also a really good player, but there's no way, at, at least from what we saw last year and and what we've seen previously, there's no way in hell that Austin Riley and Johan Camargo combined are going to make up for what Josh Allison gave us last year. At all. No. At all. And you don't even offer the man? Yeah. Like, come on now. And that, yeah. as a Braves fan, coming off of last year, all right, bet. We last, last year was better than what I expected. I thought, you know, we finished second in division, maybe make a wild card game. Okay. But we exceeded those expectations, and we were able to rebound and do the exact same thing next, the year. next year. And then we have a chance to, all right, this is it. When we have, you know, uh, the Nationals coming off a World Series title, the Mets making moves in their pen, you're seeing what's happening in the NL, the Dodgers, how great they are, Who the team you're really going to have to go through, and we're just, you're complacent with what we have now. Do you really think, Braves front office, that this lineup is going to be able to compete with the Dodgers? We got cap space. Yeah, we, we do. We, we've got cap space. I know we've got, we've also... The Braves have the you know the fourth best you know minor league system in the league, so we've also got young guys coming up too, but at the same time, we've been trying to play this game since two thousand one. The last time that the Braves made it past the first round of the playoffs was two thousand and one. In that time, the Phillies have won a World Series, the Mets have been to a World Series, and the Nationals have won a World Series. Oh, also let's not forget. The Marlins have also won a World Series. What are y'all doing? Every man? single team in our division has won a World Series or been to one or been to one since the last time that the Braves have made it to the National League Championship Series. So, so yes, I mean we've got we've got Freddie, we've got Acuna, we've got Albies. I mean we've got Soroka, Freed. Fulty can figure it out. I mean he's he's re- I think he's really good. If he can figure it out. He's good. Ender like, when he's healthy. Ender when he's healthy. At uh, like we, Dansby's a very yeah. solid shortstop. Hey, I'm a huge fan of Dansby Swanson. Honestly, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I love that dude's dude. Dude's a great defensive shortstop. Hey, if he, if he, I, I saw um, talking about Dansby. I saw uh, reading reading an article about the you know top 100 players, and they were saying if Dansby can have the same type of season offensively and defensively he had this year, hey, he could find himself in the top 100 next year. He's and he's, hey, I, that is something that's very attainable, I think, for Dansby. So like the Braves, they've got the they've, lineup. They've got the lineup. They've got they've got the pitching staff. They got pieces in the staff. They got pieces in the lineup. They just need one more big move. Yes, Azuna, like you said, we signed Azuna for one year. He's if he can, now if he can re- replicate his 2017 MVP caliber status, like season that he had, then. I will sit here. I will, I will say my bad. I will eat crow and call it call it day. <laughs> like if, if he comes out, hits two eighty seven with thirty seven bombs and hundred ribs. Hey, my bad. I was I was wrong. Make us eat our words, Braves. Yeah, please. So, please got into the predictions and we just kind of want to wrap this chop chop podcast up with obviously the biggest news that's probably hit baseball since the steroid area era. With Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Rafael Pomero, Sammy Sosa, all those homies. Um, as you Dude, know, the Astros, man, the Houston Astros, man. accused and then caught cheating, caught red fucking handed in the 2017 cheating. playoffs. And for those of you who don't know, Whoa. when it comes to cheating in 
in any sport, really. I mean, it's obviously not good, but for baseball, what makes it worse for the way they're for the way that they're cheating, it's like the most scoundrel kind of thing to do it. Um, Me and Darth Hussa talked about. If you don't know, they're they were. Stealing signs, videotaping signs, and relaying them to the hitters via yeah, the dugout—like li- li- live game feeds of the pitcher and catcher stealing signs. This is this would be like if if um, a defensive coordinator had <laughs> the offensive yeah. coordinator for the other teams mic'd up in his ear. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? Like yeah, literally. That so would, that, that would be what it would be like. Yeah. And it's it's not that. And let me break this down to you guys. It's not that they were stealing signs. That's not the bad thing. It's how they were stealing yeah. it. I mean, if you ask any baseball player, um, any any baseball player, if you can relay signs, if your team can pick up on a pitcher's signs, pick up on a catcher's signs, on a coach's signs, whatever it is, and you can relay that to your team, that is, you know, a competitive yeah. advantage that you've that is, attained yeah. on the field. That is part of the. It's, yeah, that, that's part. part of the that game. is part of the game. You are literally on the field in the dugout on the field of play doing it with your own eyes. Right, and. And when that does happen, obviously catchers switch up signs. They do it so that the yeah, team so like can't a, pick it up. A gamesmanship. Not, yeah, it's like gamesmanship. It's not an outside source, <laughs> you know, relaying the signs in, which makes it infinitely times worse. Now, the way they're doing it, if you've seen the video, it's they're communicating to, let's say, Jose Altuve when he's hitting. If there's a curveball off-speed pitch being thrown, you'll just hear the dugout just... You uh, you can if you play the video you can hear it loud yeah, as day. So the the clear clear banks there you can clearly hear it. The hitter knows. So let me tell you this, and we've we've saw we've seen blogs, seen listen to the radio posts about this. Darth Lewis, what do you think? What's worse, stealing signs the way the Astros did, or Barry Bonds and his steroid use? I think it is without question stealing signs that the way the Astros did. Because okay, yeah. It wasn't ever proven, but it's like ninety. It's ninety nine percent positive that Barry Bonds took steroids. We, we most all, likely took steroids. We, all, we don't know. We it's it's almost know. certain he did. We don't know, but it's almost that's almost hundred percent. Like, but like these guys, like, they took steroids. They cheated the game, but the thing is, you still have to hit the ball. You still have to see the ball and adjust to the the pitch that's being thrown to you and hit it. But if you know what pitch is coming. That takes out every single... That takes out almost 80% yeah. of the difficulty that comes with yeah. hitting a baseball. If you know a fastball is coming, and if you're a major league hitter, you can time up a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. And if you know it's coming, then... It makes it makes your job <laughs> infinitely... If you look at the splits... easier. If you look at the splits for the World Series or just playoff numbers for the Astros, what they were hitting at home versus what they were hitting away is astronomical. Altuve was hitting 350 at home and hitting 180 or something on the road. Correa was hitting around 300 at home, hitting 100 away. Like the splits are crazy, and the evidence backs it up. And it's just, it's not. I don't think it's saying shitty for the game. I don't necessarily think it's like you know it makes people not want to watch the game. I think honestly, it's made baseball more interesting. Kind of the scandal, like yeah. oh my god, see what's going on. But I think it's just just shitty how the MLB actually came down. On these guys. It was a yeah. slap on the wrist. It, it, it really was. You got the you guys banned probably one of the greatest hitters of all time, Charlie Hustle, for betting on his own team to win a to game. To win. Not to lose, but to win. And you had these dudes And he's cheat. banned for life. Banned for life. And you have a whole team and organization cheating and no players you reprimanded? 
None? Like, and, it's and not right. <laughs> it's not. Again, they're making it way, 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 way easier to actually hit a baseball. I don't, and for, for, for those who, who don't really know, hitting a, hitting a baseball, hitting a 90-mile-an-hour baseball, squaring it up and hitting it hard, that is quite literally one of the hardest things, if not the hardest thing to do in all of sports. Maybe stopping a free kick in, 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 uh, in soccer. In soccer. Those are probably, in my opinion, the two hardest possible things as a goalie. It's like those are probably the two single most difficult things to do in in all the sports. And if you know that a certain pitch is coming, that makes that diff- even, that takes away almost all of the difficulty of hitting it. You still, of course, have even to see major league it, pitchers but. have been on the record saying that they'd much rather face a guy they knew was taking steroids versus someone they knew who knew what pitch was they were going to throw. Because yeah, basically it's batting practice. Yeah, I mean it's it's ridiculous. MLB, I think you need to do better. You should be better on that. And if anything, all right, let the Dodgers go, but you need to make you know amends with with Pete Rose and obviously let him let him in because that's ridiculous. Um, and like I said, I, I it's obviously not good for the game, but I think it has shown. I guess yeah. been baseball's been more talked about in the off season, which is it has been. Which is I guess uh, any press is good press, so. That's what they say, right? Um, but yeah, I, we we really wanted to end with that. Um, let us know what you guys think. You think the MLB should came down harder? Uh, what do you think about the offseason moves? Do you guys think MLB got these predictions right? Because obviously they fucked up with the NLEs, in my humble opinion. Um, I don't know what you guys think. Let us know if you can. Yeah, give us a throw us a comment. Hit us up on Instagram, on Twitter. On Instagram, we are at man underscore gossip. And on Twitter, man underscore gossip. And if also, if you want to check out what I'm doing, you know, check my story out, see my fire picks, you know, you can actually follow me at MikeHill.MadeIt. Wait, what's that again? I couldn't hear you. It's actually MikeHillMade.it oh. on Instagram. Oh, MikeHillMade.it. Um, Darth Hilius. Where can yeah. we find Darth Hilius you can on the mediums? find me on all the social mediums at Darth underscore Hilius. That is Darth. As in Darth <laughs> underscore Helios. Um, obviously, like I said, we're giant baseball nerds. Um, hopefully, we have a lot more. We just nerd out on all shit. Kind of, we're we're very. We got. If we don't, if you don't love something, then what are you doing? Um, exactly. If you ain't passionate, then, then sorry. Yeah, what you, what you sorry doing? for annoying us with your with our love. So <laughs> um, we got a lot more things coming. Um, Spring training right around the corner Spring starting Saturday. The yeah, first game um, starts Saturday. Like, baseball season's here. We're up. The college season just started. Super Bowl's over. Super Bowl's finished. Yeah. NBA's wrapping up. Baseball, mm-hmm. we're up. Yes, it's here. I know it's February, but fuck it. It's here. <laughs> it's here from February to November. Let's go, baby. Well, we appreciate you listening to the End All Be All podcast for everything Braves and baseball. Catch us next time. Later.